Hello, Nez Nation. How are you doing today? I don't know where that intro came from and reminded me of the uh, big bopper in the old radio days. <laughs> um, I hope you're doing really, really well. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. I just wanted to get in here really quickly and just let you know that, you know, I've been really enjoying these coaching calls and doing these live coaching calls you know, bringing on people who have similar challenges, similar um, obstacles that they're facing in their career and their brand and their business and trying to help them live on air. Um, sometimes they're pre-recorded. Uh, this episode with uh, Stephanie is pre-recorded, but um, essentially it's live because we're doing it live. Um, there's nothing, you know, pre-rehearsed or anything. I'm hearing her story, um, you know, live. And so, it's unfolding, you know, as the conversation progresses. And I just want to get in here really quickly. Two things. Number one, if you're interested, okay, in becoming a part of this um, free coaching kind of mentoring program that we've been doing for the last couple of months, where you can get an opportunity to get free coaching from yours truly, me, Professor Nez, your personal branding coach, here's how you do this. I know I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I just wanted to kind of Make sure that I, I say this directly to you now because I've been getting a lot of messages, a lot of emails. Hey, Nez, I'd love to do that too. Or how does somebody get in, in on this? Or what do I need to do? Well, this is what you need to do. You need to go to Apple Podcasts and write us a review, five-star review for sure. And I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> and screenshot that review. And share it anywhere on social. Tag me, Professor Nez. I'm Professor Nez on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, everywhere, Instagram. And use the hashtag NezNation. And that's how you enter. And we're picking a random person. And uh, we're going to be pick somebody random. And you could get selected to get a free coaching call worth a ton of money. So um, please, if you're interested in doing that, if you're interested in getting some coaching, make sure that you uh, uh, do that. Okay, guys. And then lastly, I just want to mention again, our sponsor for this podcast, and our entire platform, beyondtheboxacademy.com. We have got amazing five-star courses in personal branding, mindset, career search, writing, communication. These are amazing step-by-step, in-depth, detailed courses at beyondtheboxacademy.com, and we thank them for our sponsor. And uh, if you're interested in learning how to grow your business, how to grow your brand, how to advance your career, go to beyondtheboxacademy.com right now. Okay, without further ado, Nez Nation, thank you so, so much for tuning in. Let's get right into the coaching call with Stephanie. Here we go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Uh, so good to see you. How's it going? I hope you're doing really, really well. So I'm going to bring in Stephanie, who is awesome enough to share her story with us so that I can you know, share how I can help her and hopefully it'll motivate and inspire you. So without further ado, let's just bring Stephanie in. Stephanie, come on in. How are you? Hi, nice to see you again. Good to see you. So, so let me um, let me get a little bit of background. Tell me exactly what what you kind of needed help with, and what's happening, and 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 give me a little bit of backstory first. Uh, well, as you know, I was your student, and uh, yeah, your class was fun. And I'm not just saying it just to be nice. It, you really, I really enjoyed your class. I appreciate that. Um, 
Well, uh, a little bit of background is I love writing. Um, I've been doing it since uh, since high school. And I've been wanting to be an author, so I thought, okay, by going to by going to uh, the art institute, uh, I would be able to get a job in that field. In uh, I guess in the film writing department. And well, like I said, uh, just long story short, it didn't turn out. The school did not help me find any kind of work, and since then, I have not been able to find anything. I mean, I've. I've, the longest job I've had was just a content editor um, for a, a small independent company, which uh, I don't know if I can say their name. But um, it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. I was there only for two weeks because uh, it was just weird. Because first they hired a lot of people, uh, roughly about uh, sixty people, and then two weeks later they let them all go because I guess uh, money issues. That's what happened. Was this during uh, this COVID crisis? No, this was like about, in fact, it was actually going to be like a year today. Okay. Uh, when I actually lost that. Okay. Okay. No worries. Yeah. And I just want to say really quickly, um, especially to, to, you know, everybody who, who's watching this right now is that Stephanie was a phenomenal student and super creative. And we, I remember we talked about filmmaking. We talked about some of our favorite filmmakers uh, and so I know that you've got that creative artistry um, and you're somebody who could be a valuable asset for a lot of companies. Um, and by the way, I just want to say this too. This is a very common problem. That's why I go crazy and rant and rave uh, about, you know, uh, these universities is I, I don't know if a lot of people, you might not even know this, Stephanie, but the whole reason that I started my YouTube channel was because I was sick and tired of having students come up to me and say, Professor Nez, I just paid, you know, 80 grand, 100 grand for a piece of paper and I can't get a job. This is very common because I most of these that. institutions, because most of these institutions, I don't want to get on a, on an education rant right now, but let me tell you something. Most of these institutions, they're just all about getting money. You know, the students are customers. That's it. And they don't care. They just go by what, you know, it's very textbook and archaic methodologies that have nothing to do with the real world. So first of all, I just want to say, I this is super, super special for me to be able to help you today. And uh, this is a problem that I get a lot of people coming to me with. And so I'm, I'm real excited to help you with this. Let me ask you this. Sure. I know you're working right now. And what are you, what are you doing uh, yeah. right now? Believe it or not, because of, uh, because of the pandemic, um, and how desperate I was, I am, uh, working in the assembly line. Okay. Just, where, uh, where? Making... I really yeah, don't want to say the name line? of the company. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to say the name of the company. Cause you know, I don't want to like, have well, what are you doing? What, what are you doing in the assembly line? I'm making, uh, vessels where uh they're kind of like the vessels that go underground for water as well as for uh for your sprinkler system and uh also for your uh water heater imagine they're, oh, they're about, okay okay they're so parts big, they're this big yeah they're they're okay. parts okay i'm standing on my feet for eight hours no why riding. is that uh, why is that something to be ashamed of why is that embarrassing it's not really embarrassing it's just it's frustrating because Everything else where I've, I've applied, though, this was this was all that was available. And other places that I would try to apply, 
on like on a career builder on uh what is it a uh, zip recruiter they all say you have to have experience and i i try to explain to them like okay you know i went to school i went i did this job and they just say it's not enough that's very common that's very that's very common yeah it's not enough sadly they're right um and so okay and first of all i i think you know the fact that you're Honestly, Stephanie, like I know, first of all, I feel for you. I know how hard it is. I know it sucks. You spent all that time, uh, you know, getting that degree. And I still think it's super valuable. I just, I just know that it's not as valuable as 30 years, 20 years, maybe even, maybe even 15 years ago. Um, and you're going to be absolutely fine. Um, I know it's frustrating and I know it's exhausting. And I just want to say this, um, you know, what you're doing right now is you're, you're showing everybody that, Hey, I may not be doing what I love, but I'm an adult and I'm not going to ask for handouts and I'm going to work my butt off and I'm here to work. I'm here to be a hardworking individual who contributes to society. And so I just want to give you kudos on that. Now, in order to help, help you today, let me try to figure out what would be kind of, you know, what would be kind of like your ideal thing that you would love to be doing something that you feel that you're good at something that you feel that you could actually help and bring a lot of value towards an organization company or what have you. What is that? What does that look like? What does that job look like? What does that title look like? Tell me what that is. Have you thought about that? A lot, especially at the, at the job where I'm at. Uh, well, right now, one thing is for sure that I am doing that. Uh, it's actually taken me about five years. Uh, is I'm actually now uh, getting one of my books published, um, which is a it's a yaoi. So it's very a proud of it. It's a yaoi. It's a Japanese uh, genre that's uh, quite popular right now. Hmm. Um, okay. It's a uh, basically it has to do with the LGBT. I mean, I'm heterosexual, but I totally support the LGBT. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm sorry. LGBTQ. Yeah. LG, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. I'm sorry if I offend anybody. I, I did not mean to forget that. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, you're fine. This isn't live. This is pre-recorded. You can offend anybody you want. I'll take it out uh, later. I, I'd rather not. <laughs> but no, I'm just um, kidding. I uh, totally, uh, like I said, I totally support it. But um, so right now, it's just, it is just uh, still in the process. The company that I, that's helping me, and I'm very, very thankful for them. It's uh, called uh, iflowcreative.net, and they're amazing. Uh, the other thing I'm uh, trying to get published is another another story that I've actually been trying to I've been actually been writing, which you kind of saw me like literally typing in your class as well as writing it. Uh, I've been doing that for 11 years, uh, just like revising it multiple times. But uh, just to get to the job where you had said, uh, I guess my ideal job is, um, I guess, just helping out with the script writing. Like if they need someone with research, because I, I enjoy looking, I enjoy doing the research, the citing. Uh, a little hidden talent about me also is, uh, I guess, I can look at an image and right there on the spot, I can come up with it with a story. Ooh, that's great. That's a very valuable asset. That's a great trait. Yeah. So you're it, able to. You're able to. Have you thought about is is how would you how would you think that you could apply that towards? Like it sounds to me, if you can look at an image and create a story, what about marketing? Have you thought about doing marketing, like helping with digital storytelling, things like that? Uh, that part, I didn't even, I didn't even bother. To think There's about a lot of that. money in that too. I mean, you can build yourself up. I mean, 
you could even do your own thing if you wanted to. If you have like a little bit of an entrepreneurial DNA in you, you could do marketing consulting. You could do consulting where something that I do, you know, I help, you know, individuals and businesses with their personal brands so that, you know, they can craft a message that helps them earn more, you know, and, and grow faster and stress less. So you could, uh, you could offer up those skills as a, uh, you know, as something that you could do independently, or you could go work, you know, there's tons of companies out there. How, how well versed are you in social media, maybe social media marketing or digital marketing? I am, I am starting to, uh, uh practice with the whole social media. Uh, cause I used to, I used to do that over there at the art Institute when we would have events. Um, you know, what about like posting stuff on the school's Facebook as well as their Twitter. Mm -hmm. But um, as for myself, though, I have to. Well, I'm still learning it on uh, LinkedInLearning.com. That's great. LinkedIn but, Learning is fantastic. And you can get certificates for from LinkedIn Learning, too. Hey, that I didn't know. But now, now that's good to know. Yes. Fact, I, I am taking notes. Very important. No, you should. And, and you're going to I'm going to send you a. You're obviously going to get a link to this too. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to probably turn it into a podcast as well. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe to it. Yeah. Um and so and so you you know, I mean, content writing, script writing, technical writing, what have you been doing so far to try to to try to get that rolling and get that movie? What's your degree in again? It was in a digital filmmaking and video production. So how so I mean, those are Right now, digital media and filmmaking and video production is like the hottest skill on the on the planet right now, especially right now. Why aren't you going out for uh, – are you trying to apply to positions like content manager, social media manager, video editor? Are you trying to apply for those jobs? Yeah. And, and? as well, they say you don't have them, you don't have enough experience. Okay, but you know, uh, another thing that you might want to try when somebody says you don't have enough experience, okay, because you're working right now, right? Correct. Okay, so one of the things you can do is is one of two things. When people say you don't have enough experience, then you just say, "Look, I'll. Uh, what if I do this? I'll cut the salary in half, or and and just hear me out here. Offer to work for free for a couple months and just see if you like me." Let me show you what I can do for you. Here's the, 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 the biggest thing. If you want to get a job, Stephanie, mm -hmm. if you want to get a job doing something that you love, that you can provide for yourself and your family for the rest of your life, nobody cares about you. You have to make it about them. I know that sounds kind of harsh. I know that mm -hmm. sounds kind of cold, but you're, you're an adult. You're old enough to hear this, and you have to hear it from somebody. Nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about Professor Nez until they see that Professor Nez can be an asset to them until they see that Professor Ness can help them solve their problem. So what I'm trying to say to you is show them that you're committed. Show, and by the way, they're going to pay you. Nobody, nobody's going to say, okay, work for us for free. They're going to pay you. And when, once they see the, how valuable you are and how indispensable you are, then you have leverage. And then you can go, well, I got an earn a living. You know, I've got a family. I've got to support myself and I've got bills. So, um, you know, I really thank you so much for taking me on, but I'm going to have to go. Then they're going to be like, okay, we're going to pay you. We're going to pay you. If you show how indispensable you are. I hate to say it. Yeah. Having like a liberal arts degree or a, or a kind of art degree right now. I mean, it's doesn't have a lot of value unless you're, you're getting an art degree from an Ivy league school or a name brand. It just doesn't have a lot of value. I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's still, it's awesome that you accomplished that. It's awesome that you achieved that. 
but I just have to be honest with you. You got to show them how you can solve their problem. You got to show them why they can't pass you up. And I think the best way that you can do that is a, if you don't want to work for free, you got to keep asking, keep applying and don't get discouraged. And who cares about? No, you got to literally go after it. Nobody's going to give it to you. You got to go after it and you got to find innovative, creative ways. You know, just really quickly, a story about me, Stephanie, you know, during the first crash, when I was just getting adjunct positions for professor uh, gigs at universities, everybody, all my colleagues were, were like getting food stamps because they couldn't get jobs. But meanwhile, me, I was getting job after job. You know why? Because I didn't apply a hundred times a week. I applied a hundred times a, a day. Well, and I called the deans. I showed up at their offices unannounced and they said, who the hell are you? And I said, I'm here to be your next professor. This is my resume. All I want is 39 seconds of your time. I said something weird like that just to grab their attention. 39 seconds. Because I didn't say 30 seconds. I didn't say five minutes. I said, I only want 39 seconds of your time. I did that for one college, uh, Stephanie. This is 20 years ago. I did that for one college, Stephanie. And literally that 39 seconds turned into a two and a half hour conversation and a salary and a gig and a contract. My point is this. Nobody cares about you. You got to make them care about you. You got to make a splash. And you, Stephanie, with your personality and with your uh, creativity and innovation and your skills and your presence, you have a presence about you. You need to make a splash. You need to like show up, be innovative. You know, there was a, there was an interesting, uh, there was an interesting, I don't know if you uh, saw it or not, but there was an interesting, um, story, I think it was maybe a year and a half ago or a couple years ago, there was an interesting story about a guy who, who very similar position, like they kept saying he doesn't have experience, he doesn't have experience, uh, or they just never even saw his resume. And then eventually, you know what he did, Stephanie, is he, he ordered um, 12, a dozen of like the most gourmet donuts mm-hmm. and had them sent especially to the hiring manager or to the, to the, whoever the person was, the HR director who was going to, who was in charge of hiring and inside the donut box was his resume on the bottom flap. And he wrote a little note saying, I hope you enjoy these donuts. This is my gift to you. Maybe while you're eating these delicious donuts, it would, I would love it if you could just take a look at my resume. That's creative. That's innovative. You can't be like everybody else. You got to show, especially if you want to do content creation, script writing. And I mean, that's a writing is a creative craft. You got to show them. And you also got to play the numbers too. You got to play the numbers too. You got to apply, apply, apply. And you're for every 2000 no's, you're going to get, you know, 10 yeses. That's how, that's how it goes. I guarantee you, if I asked you and you told me honestly, you look me in the eye right now, Stephanie, if I asked you honestly, how many places have you applied to in the last 60 days, I guarantee it wouldn't be more than 10. Uh, well, because I'm working at at that, uh, what's called the, uh, the, assembly the assembly line. line? Yeah, I actually uh, stopped applying in uh, in January, but before January, I actually would apply daily to 30 jobs. Like this was in, this was August through uh, the beginning of January. I had actually applied every day to like 30 jobs. And there was, 
you know, like I said, nothing though. It was like, it was always the, thank you for applying. Uh, we got the position to someone else. Um, I would go into interviews. Again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hear back from them. I even had, one time I had an interview from uh, TikTok and obviously I was not what they were looking for. And I was in shock about that. On TikTok? Yeah. Wait, what happened to TikTok? What was, what did TikTok have to do with anything? Well, uh, it was uh, a a job to like watch their videos, and they wanted to. They also wanted to know about my personality, and because it was a phone interview, they it was supposed to be a video interview, but their video camera was not working. So when I uh, when they called me, though, I guess they couldn't see my personality. So I guess they just they just said no. You know what you should be doing. Uh, I mean, more than anything that will help you is. You need to be creating, you know, video. If you're a video production, you want to do video editing and you want to do writing and crafting. The best thing you can do is whatever that company needs. If they need a technical writer, show them examples. You need to demonstrate. You need to do a couple of things for free. Do a couple of projects for free and show them. Just say, hey, um, I know you said I didn't have experience and you're right. But uh, you know what? I don't want to give up because I'm very, very eager and I really want to work with you guys. So take a look at these, mail it to them, email it to them, give them a long PDF, mail them 10 examples of your best stuff, whether it be video, whether it be technical writing, whatever. And just what's the worst that can happen? They could say, get lost. So what? There's so much upside. What if, what if just you catch somebody in the right mood on the right day, because that's how life works. They might be like, you know what? This this uh Stephanie showed initiative. Whatever. What the hell? Let's give her let's give her 6 months see what happens. You never know, Stephanie. This happens every day. You got to go after it. You got you've been you've been uh, you can't tell me and I'm, not, I'm I'm saying this with all due respect. You can't tell me that you're working. Everybody's working. You're 9 yeah. to 5. You're 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 working from what? 11 to 2 or something or 7 to 2? 5.30 in the morning to 2. Okay, 5.30 to 2. I get that. And it sucks. 5.30. Let's just say, even if it was 5.30 to 5, it sucks. But guess what? You still have another seven, eight hours in the day, six hours in the day before you go to bed. What are you doing in that time? You got to eat, I know. Right. But instead of, instead of, instead of just, you know, uh, if you really, it depends on how bad you want it. I mean, if you really want it that bad, you need to spend at least an hour and a half to two hours from, from nine o'clock to to eleven o'clock, busting your butt with 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 examples, demonstrations, sending out thank you notes or cover letters or emails or you know even calling them voicemail saying hey my name is Stephanie you know I applied a couple of weeks I never heard back from you but I would just love it if you could give me just you know a minute of your time not more than a minute I would just love to talk to you about my passion for why I, I think I'd be perfect for this role. Okay. Also with your LinkedIn, Stephanie, you should be creating videos on LinkedIn talking about looking right into the camera, talking about, uh, you know, why you feel that this is something that you're really passionate about. Why do you feel this is something that you're good at? And uh, video editing is definitely not my passion. It's well, like I said, it's just the writing and the research. writing. Yeah. Well, you know what? You can do what's this thing called LinkedIn articles. You could actually write LinkedIn articles. And I want you to also write this down too. There's another social media blog site called Medium. Medium. 
where you can actually post blogs. You need to you need to provide examples. You need to demonstrate why people should can't pass you up. That's what you have to do. Well, I have an account with uh, Vocal Media right there. I've, I've already uh, I've already have several blogs uh, posted okay. up there. Everything. Are you using them in like a kind of portfolio or or a little I, I like, uh, media deck or something? I didn't get the last part. I'm sorry. Are you are you are you collecting them and are you are you uh, stockpiling them so you can you can uh, so you can deliver them to to companies and organizations? What I do is I uh, get the links. I, I get the the. No, no, not the links though, because I don't know how to add them to my to my portfolio. In fact, I even tried to get the embedded code. I'm sorry, the embed code. I believe that's how, how you pronounce it, so that it could actually be connected to my blog. I mean, sorry, to my uh, my website. So, unfortunately, what I do is uh, I just go to like uh, the HTML, not the H. No, no, sorry, not the HTML. I'm sorry, the uh, H. HTTP, which I'm seeing up here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the link, and I just put that right there. So when they click down to uh, blogs, it actually has a connection to my vocal account. And it, the person can actually uh, see right there the all the blogs I've written. I mean, I've, I, I, I write any random stuff, every, anything from, uh, from uh, an episode I saw of My Little Pony to... Uh, why I feel like some uh, films that were originally anime or they were comic books, why I feel sometimes it's best that they don't be turned into films. Like a really good example, and I'm sorry to say it, uh, Dragon Ball Z, I love it. Uh, my husband introduced it to me. It's great, loved it. But as soon as I saw it as a live action film, I'm not going to lie. I wanted to grab the, the TV and just smash it because it was horrible. It was just terrible. So, I mean, I think there's 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 really three things that I think you need to do. Okay, you ready for this, Stephanie? Sure. Number Stephanie. one, volume is key. You need to go after it. I mean, frequency and volume. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. For every 100 applications, you usually get five callbacks. That's a 5% conversion rate. And so you got to play, and, and this is another thing that a lot of people, this happens, it's very natural. People get job fatigue or job search fatigue, rather, uh, because it's exhausting hearing no. It sucks hearing no. But guess what? I've been told no my entire life. I still get told no today. And why is it that I've built two multiple businesses that are doing beautifully, even during this COVID thing? Even though we've dropped, mm -hmm. we've dropped some revenue uh, percentages through the COVID thing, but you know, the, the ship has been steady for me because I, you know, I never give up and I, I go on to the next person. I don't take no personally. You can't take no personally. You can't take, you don't have experience personally. You just got to keep going, keep going. That's number one. Number two, you have to demonstrate to these people. You have to show them. Like I said, be very innovative. Come up with creative ways. Do the standard protocol, which is apply and submit your whatever, your transcripts and all that hoopla. But then try some other things. Look them up on LinkedIn. Send them a personal message. Dare I say, call them. Show up to their office. Bring a muffin and coffee and say, hey, do you have two minutes to have coffee with me? I got you a coffee. Who the hell are you? I'm Stephanie. I applied for this said position and... I just wanted to talk to you about it for two minutes. Only if you had time. I don't want to bother you. Be very apologetic. Always make it about them. Number three. Number three. So number one is volume. you got to go all in on volume. 
Number two is innovation. You got to try different things. And then number three. Uh, uh, different, different things. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, because. Let me I'm sorry. Really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That's fine. Because, because everybody's trying to, everybody's vying for these positions and there's probably going to be a lot of people who have more experience than you. So you're not going to win the experience argument, but you can win the innovation argument. You can't worry about things that are outside of your control. Like you have no control over somebody else's experience and your own experience right now, because that's the past experience equals past. But what you have control over, and that's what you should focus on, you should only focus and worry on what you have control over, which is the process presently and the future, right? You have control over that. So you need to find unique, creative ways to get in the door. Okay. Like the like the donut example. You got to find something, right? It depends on how bad you want it. And then number three is you got to write a lot more. You got to write a lot more. You got to hone your craft. I know it stinks waking up at four o'clock to be there at five and then uh, coming home. Three. Huh? I wake up at three. I know it's terrible. I've been there. I've had graveyard shifts. I've had, I used to work. One of my very first jobs was, was I was, uh, this was not first job. I've been working since I was seven years old as a paper boy, but uh, they don't even have paper boys anymore. But uh, I I remember bagging groceries when I, was, I think I was 14 and I had to wake up at I think it was three o'clock to get there by four. And my shift was always four to one or four to 12 because I had to make sure I was there when the trucks were there, unload all the veggies and produce and, and present it by the time we opened up at seven. <laughs> so all the all the people showed up. I, I hated that job. I hated it. But, but here's the thing. It depends on how bad you want it. So you, you got to hone your craft. You need to, you need to execute, execute, execute. You need to write articles on LinkedIn. You need to put yourself out there. You need to find, I've got all sorts of links to videos that will help you with this other coaching calls too, in the description. I'll leave that in the description down below. Give me some examples of how to do technical writing, because I've heard that, but I, I'm sorry. I just don't know what it is. Oh, technical writing is like when you write, like, like you see all these manuals that go out when you order a, a crib or mm -hmm. a, uh, you know, you order something on Amazon that you need to put together like a desk. Somebody needs to write the manual. That's technical writing. It's very, uh, it's very, un. it's, it's not as, uh, it's not as, um, I don't want to say uncreative, but for lack of a better word, it's it's kind of the antithesis of creative writing. Technical writing needs to really address uh, conciseness, terseness, and um, understand the client and business objectives very well. It's very business writing. If technical writing isn't something you want to do, you're not going to enjoy doing that. If you just do it, you know. In other words, if you don't like if you don't like technical writing, like you getting paid to do technical writing will drive you crazy. You have to like really be good at it and enjoy doing that. So it's like uh, content editing and or copywriting. Yeah. But I mean, copywriting is very creative. Like copywriting is more like persuasive writing. Right. Um, whereas technical writing is just literally like, you know, place the screw inside the divot and then counterclockwise and make sure that you have cautious because that's technical, right? It's like manuals and stuff like that. Mm. Manuals, uh, catalogs, um, 
user uh, uh, agreements, technical, uh, you know, uh, documentation. That's what technical writing is. I don't think that you would enjoy doing that, but I mean, it's something, I mean, you can make good money being a technical writer. True. Also, could you give me some examples of uh, copywriting? Like, uh, cause yeah, I- like, like copywriting would be like, um, let's say for example, social media, right? Like when you get an ad uh, on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you're on Facebook and you get an ad. What's the caption? What's the description? That's copywriting. Oh, so for example, when somebody says, Hey, are you feeling, you know, sluggish? Are you feeling tired, frustrated, exhausted after work? Well, hey, our product will help. I mean, there's an art and science to copywriting. It's literally like marketing. Copywriting is like marketing. It's persuasive writing to try to attempt to get your audience, customer, buyer, whoever, to take a very specific action. Most of the time, it's to buy something. So copywriting is huge. But also copywriting can be used to, um, you know, you can use copywriting to market yourself, market a post, get people to click on a video. That's all copywriting. Copywriting is just essentially persuasive writing. That's what it is. Is that something that you're interested in? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you say that you can look at an image and create a story, well then, uh, you know, you, that's, that's phenomenal. That that's, that's. I've even even tried applying at Fandango. uh, And uh, again, they didn't, they didn't uh, take me serious. Okay, so this is the last thing that I was going to say to you, uh, which is really important. Um, you have a job right now, and I know it's not the ideal job, but at least you have income coming in. That's a lot that and you, know, you could say that's something that's bigger. Than, that's actually a lot than most Americans right now, to be honest. Um, and so here's what I – oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You're fine. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that, yes, uh, the job is not what I want, but I do consider it a blessing because thanks to that job, my book is actually going to be right now. It's going to be released in a novel form, but I'm currently writing it as a graphic novel also. Oh, dude, Um, that's that's amazing. The novel will basically be the hype for it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's freaking awesome. Yeah. And so so here's here's what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, depending on how bad you want it, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would seriously consider working for nothing just for a while, or telling at least telling them that you would work for nothing, um, uh, and or just say that like, what is the what is the salary for this position? Let's say they say it's fifty thousand dollars a year. Say I'll take twenty five. Give me twenty five, and if you or do this, say you can pay me twenty five thousand dollars for the first six months. If you like me, keep me, give me the extra 25 after. So there's no risk for you. Boom. You got to be a negotiator. You got to be your own best promoter. You got to be your own best PR person. And you cannot manufacture confidence. You got to believe in what you're doing. You got to believe in what you can bring to the table. If you don't believe in what you can bring to the table, nobody else is. No, I understand that. But here's the thing, though. Um not going to get into full detail about it, but recently, uh, after the death of my dad, God rest his soul, I went through a trauma where, uh, basically I went into, I pretty much could, I guess you could say I went inside a shell because I was afraid of talking to people, afraid of approaching people. Um, in fact, I was recommended by a friend who, uh, she's about ready to become a psychologist. She said, try doing lift. 
that'll help you like uh, help you get out of your shell. And it and it did help. Which I oh yeah, I, that's great. That's great. I know some people who make ninety thousand dollars a year doing Uber and Lyft. Yeah, well, I had to put it on hold because of uh, well, no, I, I like I said, I got that job, and uh, and this job is helping me with my book though. But um, yeah, I I would still do Lyft though, just uh, you know, for that little extra cash, especially I mean with my other books that I want to try and get, especially the other one that I had been working for eleven years. Yeah. Another thing too is the reason why they might not be, you know, picking you. They they could use experience as an excuse. Is your resume and your LinkedIn have to be top notch? I haven't had a chance. I need to make time to actually. Well, uh, here's what I was going to say. I was going to say I'm going to leave links to the videos in the description. I have an entire resume masterclass, like from point A to Z. It's a long video, about an hour, hour and a half. But that it's literally everything you need to know about how to write the perfect resume. And then number two, I've got a whole playlist on my YouTube channel, which I'll leave a link in the description on everything you need to know about branding yourself on LinkedIn. So you need to like, you need to put in that uh, time and energy to get your resume and LinkedIn top notch. Because if you're, if you want to go for writing gigs and your LinkedIn doesn't look really well crafted and your resume doesn't look well, I mean, that's the first point of contact. That's the first thing they see. About that, um, I used to be able to do graphic design. Unfortunately, because I, uh, well, I don't want to say unfortunately. In fact, I, I love it. I fell in love with writing and I, if you were to see right now how I do my graphics, you would think, okay, did you for, did you like uh, forge your signature on a on a copy of uh, that says uh, that you can do graphic design? Because I used to be really good at it, but now I look like a rookie, like uh, basically someone that uh, just just hopped on a computer and started doing graphics, like very very crappy stuff. What does graphic design have to do with your resume and LinkedIn? Because my resume is showing more that I'm more towards graphic design. Oh, okay. I just remembered yeah. since you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, resume and LinkedIn is everything. It's everything, especially more, more importantly, LinkedIn, uh, especially if you want to advance your career so or get a job. So you need to go check out those links. I'm going to leave them in the description down below of this video, but you've got to go check out those videos because that's literally all free content. That is, you know, people put people package those into courses for thousands and thousands of dollars. I'm giving it away for free. So you need to go, you need to go check that out. Okay. I got to take this call, Stephanie. I got to go. It's been uh, over 30 minutes. So hopefully you found that very helpful. And I, I really appreciate you uh, 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 being here and taking the time. And mm -hmm. I'll, I'll talk to you next time. Okay. I want to show you one last thing. That's my relative. Oh, very cool. Oh, it's very cool. That's awesome. It's Jorge Luis Borges. Hello, Jay. Are you there? Yeah, Jay. Give me Jay. Give me one. Jay, can I call you back in two minutes? Okay, I'll call you right back. Yeah, I, I really got to go, uh, Stephanie. Thank you so much. No problem. But yeah, I just wanted to show you that because I'm. I don't know if it was you that asked me if I was related to him, but I am. Wait, Jorge Luis Borges, the famous writer. Oh, that's amazing! Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. You should. You should be uh, pushing that. You should be. You should be going all in on that. Say, hey, I'm Jorge Luis Borges's uh, uh, what niece? I don't know what it is. Like I said, it's uh, it's a family bloodline, but I that's don't, amazing. I don't, know I don't know if I'm. I don't know. Hey, if I'm you should you should leverage that to your to your. Uh, you should leverage that for yourself. That's something, you know. It is. If but I were I'm, him, I'd be like, use my name, use my name to get a job. Why not? It's good for something. I hope so. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you so much, Stephanie. We'll see you next time, okay? Right. All right, thank you. Hey, guys, I hope you really appreciated that awesome branding call with the awesome Stephanie Borges. And please make sure that you subscribe. And we've got a whole playlist, like I said, on LinkedIn branding, job search, career search, resume masterclass, ton of videos, all for free. Go check those out. We've got a whole playlist on other groundbreaking coaching calls. I know you're going to love them. You definitely have to go make sure that you check those out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Leave some comments down below. What are your best tips? What are your best methodologies for finding a gig, finding a writing gig or a creative content, video editing type of gig? I want to hear from you. Leave the comments down below. I love you. Love you guys. I'll see you next time. Okay. Hey guys, I'm so appreciative and I just want to say a huge thank you for listening to our podcast. It means so much to me. We work so hard to bring you the best topics, to bring you the best advice, the best tutorials, the best teachings, helping you to build your standout personal brand so you can earn more, grow faster, and stress less. If you're interested in joining us on the live stream chat, this would really, really mean a lot to me. I would love to see you there. I've been live streaming since 2015 on social media, started off on Periscope, and I've done over a thousand broadcasts, and I love the transition to podcasting that I made a couple of years ago. Um, I'm still a huge live video lover and nut job, as I kind of affectionately call myself, and I'd love to see you there. So the best way to do that right now, we don't have a set schedule uh, for going live, I apologize. Uh, just time, circumstances, and my business, and all my other uh, responsibilities and obligations kind of prevent that, but I try to go live as much as possible. So what I'd love for you to do is I'd love for you to go to LinkedIn and follow my LinkedIn page. Just click the follow button, go to uh, linkedin.com, and then just search for Professor Nez, and you'll see me. Um, Also, I would like for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel because we go live on YouTube a lot as well. Um, You could also follow me on Twitter at Professor Nez because we go live on Twitter Live, a.k.a. Periscope. And so I would just love to see you guys there. We have an amazing, amazing Nez Nation audience filled with podcasters, business owners, live streamers, content creators, coaches, trainers, consultants, I mean, you name it, we've got this awesome community of people coming together, bringing more humanness to this digitalness, and I would love, love to see you there. Again, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. If you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the most to me. And let me know. Also, feel free to leave comments on the live stream posts on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. And let me know what kind of topics are burning in your chest. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about social media marketing. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about how to circumvent time management, anxiety, depression, being an entrepreneur. Hey, Nez, I want to learn more about building a personal brand. I want to learn more about building content. Whatever it is, if it's related to mindset and messaging, hell, even if it's not related to that, if there's something you want me to talk about, something you even want to reach out to me about, feel free to please leave those comments. I'm happy to oblige. I want to serve you guys as best as I can. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll see you next time.